Welcome. You're listening to Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the podcast that pulls back the curtains in your mind. We like to shed a little light on why you're thinking what you're thinking. Everyone has a choice in life, in what and how they think. Together, we're going to focus on high-functioning habits. There is no more time to live with any sort of regret. Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the inspirational podcast for the inspired. Let's get into today's show with your host, Shelley R. Shearer. Hello world, Shelley Rose Shearer here and welcome to the show. Today's guest is about organization and let me tell you, that is a strong high functioning habit. Most people are overwhelmed by the amount of paper and digital information in their lives. Frank Buck makes organization easy so you can increase productivity, decrease stress and enjoy life. He is the author of the books Get Organized and Get Organized Digitally. As a speaker, he has been a favorite with audiences for the blend of content and humor. Global Gurus ranked Frank number one in the world in the time management category from 2019 to 2022. Frank, welcome to the show. Shelley, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure, real pleasure. Excellent. Well, let's just get into this because my audience they tune into me like we were talking before we started the interview on high functioning habits, things that we can do to make our lives better. And it is a crazy world out there that is just overwhelming all the time. So on your website, your tagline is organization made easy for the person who wants to get organized. Some people just don't. And I, you know, I can, I don't get yeah. it because I'm a bit of a control freak, but I understand it. But most people I find underlying is a, a disorganization too much little putting out fires, not enough dealing with what's important. And even if they don't recognize it, it's creating an underlying stress in their life all the time. So tell us something that the average person could do to make life easy. What's a big difference that you could give them in their lives? Okay. As far as something that is so simple. Yes. The first, let's start with sounds, the simple. And <laughs> right things down. Now, I know everybody that's out there is going, Frank, I tuned in to hear write things down. I've heard that a hundred thousand times, but I'm talking, take this to a whole new level. This is not, I'll jot that down as soon as I get back to my desk. Uh, I'll jot that down later today. I, I can remember it till then. What I'm talking about is as soon as something hits your radar that you pull out the memo pad that you have in your pocket. And for decades, I've always had something to write on and something to write with so that at that moment, it goes in that memo pad. Or if it's the phone and you've got a digital task list in your phone, immediately it goes there so that you earn the right to forget about it, that nothing sits in your head. If we could teach everybody in the world that one simple thing, stress would go away. Think, think, about, the, think about the server in the restaurant. They don't try to keep everything in their head. When you're telling them how you want your steak, they're writing it down immediately. Then they don't mm -hmm. have to remember. So... That, that's number one. Write it down mm -hmm. 
and have a place to put it. Not little sticky notes everywhere, scrap of paper that you grab, but it's that one place so that later in the day, you only have one place to look mm. and there's everything that you trapped during the day that needed your attention. Yeah, that was one of my bad habits years ago was the sticky note or the four different binders. And it was just one was over there. It's like, oh, I, I'll write that here. And then I'm sitting at my desk going, where did I write that down? I like the writing it down. And the reason why I think we take for granted and don't have a true understanding of how much stress and headaches we cause ourselves because we're trying to keep it all in our heads. That's mm -hmm. actually not how we're kind of supposed to be, especially as we get older, your Rolodex just gets bigger and bigger. So accessing information <laughs> yeah. gets harder and harder. It's not that I'm losing my memory. I just know more, have more to go through. I always do that joke where mm -hmm. they say, if you're looking up to the right, you're, I'm running through the Rolodex yeah. <laughs> in yeah. my brain. And I'd like to just let it go. Yeah. You know, and, and I think it's really gotten harder in this digital age mm. where, uh, well, let's see, I've got this phone and I've got this app on my phone. Oh, I need to get dog food. All right. Let me, okay. Let me unlock my phone. Let me log into that app. Okay. Now I got to create the task and, oh, what color do I make the task? And, you know, it, and it's like you could have gone and gotten dog food and been back already before you get it in your system. So we've got to be good enough with whatever the tool is. Mm -hmm. We have got to be so good with it that it's easy to get things in it. So mm -hmm. for some people, it may be, you know, I, I like my digital tool, but as far as that quick capture, that quick trapping of ideas, a simple memo pad. Mm -hmm. A memo pad by the phone, a memo pad in your pocket, something where it's easy. Because if it's not easy to get it in there, it goes right back up in our head. And that's the beginning of the end. That's where all of our problems come. Absolutely. I teach that with my clients when I'm coaching is like, it has to be what's going to work for you. Now, here's a perfect example. I have really gotten into the app on my phone, the, the notes things. We're Apple users and my son set us yes. up years ago and I'm linked computer to phone to iPad. Something mm -hmm. goes in one place, it mirrors in all the others. It's everywhere. Because, yes. yes. And because I work with computers and have for so many years with my accounting business, that is very easy for me to remember and to do. But my husband, he still doesn't even know he has an app on his Apple phone. <laughs> you know, an iPhone 14, I think is what he's got that whatever. So I bought him the little pads like this, little four pack off Amazon into the pocket because uh -huh. he is a sales rep and he is old school. I'd love the only, as far as I've got him is we share the shopping list on our phones and he occasionally will look at if he's in save on, but for the uh -huh. most part, he writes it. He uses the little pad. At my desk, I have yeah. a little bit bigger one, but it's it's got to be the same place every time, doesn't it? Exactly. It's got to be the same tool so that you can trust that if you've got that thing clear, you've got everything and you're not having to worry about what else is out there. Let it go to you need to review it later type of idea. Hmm? That's off yeah. your plate right now. Yeah. And and exactly. And and when you've trapped it, like like with him, when he's trapped it in that little memo pad in his pocket. He's earned the right to forget about it. He can now move on and be 100% present with whatever's next instead of part of his brain still being, oh, I got to remember, I got to remember, I got to remember. And then right. later in the day, 
you look at everything that you wrote down, everything that you trapped, and you go, oh, I need to write an email about this. Oh, I need to make a phone call about this. Oh, let me map out tomorrow, and I'll do these things in the morning and these things mm -hmm. in the afternoon. So it's like you're trapping it, and then later in the day, look at what you trapped, organize it, and then you've got a battle plan for the next day. You can just start at the top of the list and start working your way down. You get interrupted. Hey, that's okay. When you get back to it, you know exactly where you left off. And, you know, and there, there's just no question about how you're going to spend your day. You're not looking for things to do. It's <laughs> already been pre-planned. Right. That's where I struggled during COVID. So I love how you described that. I was trying to put everything into my week, you know, into the calendar portion of it. Well, something would mm -hmm. come up or there'd be something, a change or a pri different priority came. And I was always just like anally just moving the boxes around. Now that I've really got in the habit, it's funny, I got you on this guest because today, because that really is just something the last six months I've started to get more disciplined because I was so stressed about it. I'm usually quite organized, but my days of uh, multitasking, which isn't that efficient anyways, long gone, long gone. Mm -hmm. And I want to stay focused. So now I just open the iPad and there's the list every morning. And I, I just decide these are the priorities. I better work on those today. And the rest of it, again, the stress is gone. That list will be there tomorrow. I'll just do the, put the absolutely re reassess tomorrow. Yeah. And it's like you can see all of your choices. And when you can see all of your choices, you make better choices. Oh, I like that. Okay, so this surprised me, but uh, I, I'm doing a three-hour thing myself just because I can't sit for long because of an injury. You only do two things a day? <laughs> oh, talk talk to us about what you mean by that. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> the average person is probably going, mm-mm-mm-mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do two things a day. I check my tickler file, and I'll go into detail about that in just a second. And I look at my digital task list because everything that I've got to do, it's going to be there. So first, let's talk about the tickler file. You know, I'm a very digital person, but I don't know anybody that's totally paperless. Yeah, I mean, we still have papers to deal with. And most of us don't have good ways to deal with them. You know, we've got papers laying everywhere. Oh, I've got this paper laying on the corner of my desk to remind me to take this to wherever on Thursday. So it's laying on the corner of the desk now until next Thursday. And by that time, it's just sort of become part of the decor there on the desk. And you walk off and you forget about it. Mm -hmm. Or we, we take things to the wall and we just hope that we're going to see them at the right time. So years and years ago, in fact, when I was a young boy, about eight years old, I learned about the tickler file from my dad. He was a lawyer in a one-man shop. So he's his own secretary, his own bookkeeper. He swept the floor himself. He was responsible for everything about that, that solo law practice. Mm -hmm. And I noticed the first thing he did you know, some of those times, hey, his office was air conditioned. And back in the 60s, not every place was air conditioned. So and when you're in Alabama and it's hot during the summer. So I used to like to hang out at his office. So notice the first thing he always did, there was this one filing cabinet drawer. He would open it. And here are these files that are just labeled one, two, three, four, five. 
And if it was the 15th day of the month, he pulled folder number 15. And in there were all the papers that he needed during that day. Little packets of papers related to each person who was coming to see him. Mm -hmm. Papers he needed to file at the courthouse. And I was intrigued by that. It was like, there's his whole day in that one folder. And after those people would come in and he would make notations on each person's packet of papers and they would decide on another appointment and he would write that on there as well, put it on his calendar. Then at the end of the day, the person who was coming back on the 27th, he took their little packet of papers and put it in folder 27. And the person coming back on the second of next month, folder number two. I thought my dad invented that system. <laughs> I learned later that it was an old business tool called the Tickler file. So for the people who are listening to us, you know, look around right now on your own desk. Uh, what is there that you need at some time in the future? It's just sort of laying around as a reminder that, hey, tomorrow I need to work on that. Two days from now, I need to take that stack with me to a meeting. So all of the paper that you need at some time in the future, you ask the question, when do I want to see this again? Mm -hmm. Put it in that numbered file. So I have Can I just get you to repeat that? The paper yes. you want to see again. Yes. I, I think that's very important. That just that one little phrase. It's like, you don't need it right this minute, but you're going to. So make a decision mm -hmm. when you want to see it again. Yes. Exactly. You Sorry make the interrupt. decision. You make the decision. I'm glad you did because this is important. Make the decision on the front end of when you want to see that again. You put it in the appropriate file and now it's gone. It's out of sight. It's out of mind. You don't have to worry about it because on the day you decided you needed it, it's going to automatically come back to you. So all those, you know, the, the concert tickets. The tickets come in the mail, the concerts three weeks from now. What are you going to do with the tickets? Are you going to put them in your wallet or your purse and, you know, have all that stuff all the time? Hey, and if you do that, you, you, it's so overstuffed, you're not going to find the tickets anyway because there's so much other stuff in there. Are you going to stick them in a drawer and hope you remember to look in that drawer on the day of the concert? No, throw them in the tickler file for the day of the concert. And then on the day that you need the tickets, there they are magically. And there, there are so many uses for it. For years, I have prepared all of the birthday cards that I'm going to send for the whole year in one sitting. Mm -hmm. Got the list of the cards, the addresses, the birthdays, uh, you know, go out, buy the cards, address the cards. Of course, now I've got it on a spreadsheet and run labels. And, and just so I can just sit there and handle it all in one batch, take my little return address stickers, put them on all the cards at one time. I and like then here's that. the kicker. Where the postage stamp is going to go, jot the date in pencil that that card needs to go in the mail. Then take that whole stack of birthday cards, put them in the tickler file for when they need to be mailed. Now, so I've got 31 folders labeled 1 through 31. So anything mm -hmm. happening in the next 31 days, I've got a place to put it. But what about things that are happening more than 31 days from now? So I have 12 more folders. January, February, March. So on, uh, we're recording this in January. On February the 1st, I'll pull the February file, dump it on the desk and go, okay, 
what day in February for all of the things here. So I I can have something that's going to be, uh, you know, that I, I need to see in November. Throw it in the November file and forget about it. And when November rolls around, there it is. So simple. <laughs> it, it is. It's and so I, simple and such common sense. Yeah. I, you know, and I've talked about that concept to so many people and they're like, why didn't I think of that? Uh, so I have worked for companies that have these filing systems. I mean, because I worked, you know, with so many people over the years with my accounting business where there was this numbering system and then a point and a point something. So it took me three months to learn this one gentleman's, he was a financial planner. He used this European something or another that had been invented. And I'm like, that needed a degree. <laughs> that was insane. <laughs> so yeah. I'm wondering, cause I was very young when I worked for him, whether I just like, mm, that that was crazy. And I've never let anything like that back in, like any suggestion or solution back in because mm -hmm. I sort of had a barrier about it, how yes. overwhelming some of these systems can be. Mm -hmm. That is brilliant. Yeah. So that's the first thing I do. I, I check the tickler file. Mm -hmm. So there's all the paper that I need to deal with during the day is going to be right there. And then my digital task list. It's on my phone. It's on my computer, just like what you talked about. Yeah. And okay. it's syncing with each other. And so anything, and you know, and Shelly, really, I think of it like a digital version of the tickler file. Okay. When I think of something I need to do right now, I throw it on the list, give it a date of when I want to see it again. So it's just like the tickler file. And then on that date, there it's going to be on the list. Do it, check it off. If I don't get it done, it's going to stay the next day. I don't have mm -hmm. to move the date. I don't have to copy and paste. All I have to do is just leave it alone. And it rides from day to day on the list mm -hmm. till it gets, gets done. I have not rewritten a to-do list since like 2001. You know, so. Now, when you say and, rewritten, what do you mean by that? Because I, I have a version, I believe structure around mine because that's what I used to do if it's manual and then I'd rewrite it, you know, because it's like, okay, I got rid of all that, take these three things. But I'm with you now that I use the digital list, I just hit yes, the button that yes. says done and it disappears and I just keep adding to it. It's just, it's just a constant rotation, mm -hmm. but it just stays there and it's with me in my yes. hand. Yes. Is that what you mean? Um, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yes. That is how you handle your digital list. And is it because yeah. you just remove an ad that that's how you stop it from getting overwhelming? All right. So here's here's what I do so that it doesn't become just something where, gosh, here are just all these tasks. Mm -hmm. And it's like, where do I even begin? Because that's so, a stressor too. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, and, and it can become just a list for procrastination. Oh, I'll put it on the list. I don't have to worry about it. But then it never gets done. Mm -hmm. So Every task gets two things. I've already mentioned it's going to get a due date of when okay. do I want to see it again. Now, if we're truly putting everything that we need to do on the list, you know, today's list, it could be, well, here's some things that I can only do in the evening at home. Here's some other things I really need to do in the morning. So I needed a little more structure than that. Not a whole lot more. You know, I don't want... Frank, make this phone call at 9.05, make this phone call at 9.07. No, it's it's like anytime this morning's fine. Okay. So <laughs> everything also gets a 
priority. And most good digital mm. task lists will allow you to assign a date <laughs> and assign a priority. So here's how I use the priorities. And I use Remember the Milk, which anybody listening to us right now could have today and could have for free by going to rememberthemilk.com. So you can assign one of four priorities. I like to, I have what I call my fab five. You know, if, mm -hmm. if today gets really busy and I only get five things done today, what are those five things that would really move the needle? What are those mm -hmm. five things that I would like to see front and center at the very top of the list all day long? So I call those my fab five. And so all I do is assign the high priority to those five things. Okay. Then here are the things that I want to see during the morning. I give those medium. Here are the things I want to see in the afternoon. Give them low. Here are the things I want to see in the evening. And remember the milk calls those no priority. So it's like my list for today is really segmented into four different lists, my fab five, my morning, my afternoon, my evening, and it works. And whatever doesn't get done, say things I had for the morning and they didn't get done, they'll not only roll over to tomorrow, but they'll be in that morning section for mm. tomorrow morning. So it just, it works and it just works so beautifully. And, and then for those things, yeah, we all have those things that you, we just want to do at some time, not necessarily tomorrow, not necessarily the next day, but I just don't want to forget about them. I'll just give those a date of the last day of the month. It's mm. kind of what I, what I call my master list so that if I've got some extra time, I know where I can find some things and there's no way that I'm going to forget about them because when the last day of the month rolls around, there they're going to be mm -hmm. and I can make some decisions. Sometimes I go, you know, that sounded good when I put it on the list, but no, I don't want to do that thing. Delete mm. it. Or yes. hmm, yeah, here's a good one. And I want to do that one on Tuesday. I'll start rearranging some dates on those. And then in mass, I can take some things and say, let's change all of these dates to a month from now. And it'll be on next month's master list. Is that sort and, of how you address the stuff? Do you remember from the eighties and nineties when they were teaching us to do, you know, we're always putting out fires instead of, you know, creating and actually getting something accomplished. Is that uh -huh. sort of how you relate that to? It's like, you, we can get our list full of stuff. That's just, you're always just reacting instead of being proactive. Yes. And that's uh -huh. just not productive. But mm -hmm. it's a yeah. habit, actually, that a lot of people get into or allow themselves to sort of to slip into. And then that becomes yes. their gerbil wheel and it's just constant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 It, it, it kind of gives you a parking place where you don't feel like, oh, I've got to do that right now or it's just going to be forgotten. No, I can put it on that master list. I can give it a date of the last day of the month and it's there it's not going to fall through the cracks. And now I can work on the things that I had decided I want to be working on today. Oh, I like that, that I decided that I wanted to work on people again. We get yeah. caught up in the coulda, shoulda. That's why I, the podcast is actually called this. Um, there's, It's not named that by accident because we <laughs> yeah. should ourselves to death sometimes. Oh, I should be doing that. Do I really want to? No, I don't want to do that. There's some, there's some things we have to do because it's life and 
you know, bills have to be paid and you got to raise your children. <laughs> Whether you want to or not, yeah, you made right. a choice to have them, but you know what I mean. We we sometimes get ourselves caught up in that busy cycle of shoulds and without a list, without a without a plan, mm-hmm. we're not addressing what's important. Now mm-hmm. you and I talked at the or I was talking to you at the beginning about the digital stuff, the emails. Because I have multiple email addresses and sometimes some of them is just full of spam. How do you advise people to deal with emails and digital stuff? Because it is overwhelming for me and probably a Mm -hmm. lot of people. My goal is to get back to zero every day. And, And that has been the goal since I first started using email in 1990, whatever. Now people say, now Frank, how do you do that? Was it... Imagine this. Let's say that you had a neighbor and you saw the neighbor go out to their mailbox out in front of their house. They take the mail out. They open the mail. They read the mail. They put the mail back in the mailbox. And then the next day they do the same thing. And and they're not confused about what's the new mail versus the old mail because the new mail is the mail on the top. And after about a week, you can't get any more mail in there. (laughs) And, 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 And you say to your neighbor, why don't you clean out your mailbox? And they say, clean out my mailbox. You've got to be crazy. I'll have you know I have bills to pay and I know where they are. They're in that mailbox. And I have letters to people who have written me and I need to write them back. And that's exactly what we do with our email inboxes. We would never do that with the mailbox by the road. I mean, we know off, we know right up front that's not going to make sense. But things... Everything's there as a sort of reminder. Mm-hmm. We have uh, especially a lot of emails where, you know, you read this email and you go, ooh, I need to call Bob about this, but I can't call him right now. I'll just leave this email in the inbox. That'll be a reminder to call Bob. Well, first of all, by the time you've gotten back to your email, this is now on the second screen anyway. <laughs> Now, now, what was this all about? And you read it again and you go, oh, yeah, yeah, I got to call Bob. Going back to that digital task list, any digital task list that is worth its salt, it's going to give you a little email address. Like remember the milk, for example, mm-hmm. give you, it gives you a little email address. Anything sent to that email address goes on your digital task list. Okay. So I'm reading that email I get three paragraphs in and go, you know, I need to call Bob about this. I'm either going to pick up the phone and call him right now, do it then, or put it on the list. I hit forward for the two, the little remember the milk address. And and I just take that email address and put it in my contacts so that all I have to do is start typing the word remember and, and it auto populates it. I'll change the subject line to read, call Bob, hit send. It's now over on my digital task list. Remember the milk? There's a Mm -hmm. task that says call Bob. And in the little note section of that task is the entire body of the email message. And so now I can get rid of the email message. I can archive it or I can delete it. And now I've got control over when I do it. It's like, you know what? I'm meeting with Bob on Friday anyway. 
Let me give this a due date of Friday. And when I'm handling everything else with Bob, I'll ask him this. And I've got all that background information. It's right there in the notes section, which means if it's going to be there on my phone as well. You know, and I was doing this kind of thing starting back in 2001. You, you remember the palm? Did you ever have one of the palms? Oh, yes. No, I didn't. Yeah. No, I guess. I was so anal about bookkeeping being, you know, secure that I, <laughs> yeah. I took a long time to kind of get into the extra digital stuff. <laughs> yeah. So I transitioned from a paper planner to digital in 2001. I bought a Palm, synced wow. it to Outlook. So I had mm -hmm. it on my computer and then there it was in my pocket when I got up from, from my desk. And so with Outlook, you could click on an email, drag it to the little task button, and it automatically creates a new task. And That's in right. workshops, I'd show this to people and they were like, what? I never knew it could do that. So, yeah, just <laughs> drag it to the to the task button, change the subject line to what the task actually mm -hmm. is, give it a date, and the entire body of the email message is in the, the little note thing. And then for calendar events, you could just drag the email to the calendar button. Uh, and, and then another big thing with email is, you know, all of those emails that you save just in case. And so, and so people go, well, gosh, back in the pencil and paper world, I used to make folders that had people's names on them. And so I could put this one, oh, this is about Bob. I'll take mm -hmm. this letter from Bob and put it in the Bob folder. So now they do the same thing with email. So now you've got a million little folders, which gives you a million little ways to misfile something. In this day, it is so easy to search. First of all, most, most of those emails you're never going to look at again anyway. You know, you've taken whatever action and you're hanging on to it just in case you ever need it mm -hmm. again. So if I'm using Gmail, there's the little archive. And so I just click right. archive. And if I ever need it, it's in all mail. I can just search all mail. And I can do that just as easy as I could search my inbox. I literally have sat down with people. Let's see, with Gmail, the record is 52,000 emails in their Gmail inbox. And my question was now, of these 52,000, how many of them do you actually need to do something about? And the person said, well, these two that just came in. Everything else is just in case. I don't know when I'll need it again. I said, okay, here's what we'll do. Let's go ahead and forward these two over to remember the milk. And then let's just put a check at the top so that it checks everything. And then this little message appeared. Would you like this action to uh, apply to the 50 on this page or to the 52,723 in the inbox? So we said, we're going to click that. And so we click that and we click the archive button in Gmail and it just sat there for about five minutes because it I took bet. Gmail about five minutes to think about it. And then all of a sudden the screen went poof, empty. And she said, what? She said, what happened to him? I said, don't worry. If we click over here on all mail, they're there. You haven't lost anything. But when we click the inbox, it's empty. Mm -hmm. So that now, so that now it's just like the mailbox in front of your house. It's empty every day. 
And the whatever's in there represents one thing, decisions I haven't made yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a haven't difference. made yet. <laughs> decisions I haven't made yet. You know, and Shelly, I'll be honest, there are days when I'm fried at the end of the day. And here are two emails that are going to take some time. And it's like, uh, I don't want to deal with this right mm-hmm. now. Okay, fine. We'll leave those two. Instead of it being, we're going to leave those two at the top of a list that's 22,000 emails long. Uh-uh. Yeah, no. no. That is amazing. And it's sometimes like, even when I'm teaching habits, it's always sometimes just about a change of paradigm. Think of mm-hmm. it slightly different. I am the queen of the multi little um, categories. Yeah. Some of that is because of the accounting business or things I couldn't be without. But I never got in the habit really of grabbing something and saying that needs to go on a to-do list. I do need the attachment to that or print it or save it mm-hmm. or archive it. But the vast amounts of thousands of emails, it's like, no, it stresses me out. I'm, oh, it's yes. empty. Oh my gosh. I mean, that would, mm-hmm. that would be amazing. Yeah, that would be yeah. amazing. When did you give up? This is just a curiosity question. Where did you go from your palm? Just because I was so late coming to the digital mm-hmm. and really for yours in my age group, you were on it, buddy. So yeah, um, yes, yeah. yes. Well, I, you know, I was paper planner. I, I was teaching workshops on paper planner oh, using okay. the day timer. And then when email volume got to be, you know, when you get three emails a day, you can print them off and put them in your tickler file. Of course. When you get 103 a day, mm-mm. digital problems require digital solutions. So the email volume and the paper planner weren't quite meshing with each other. And okay. so I gave it a good bit of thought and then held my nose and jumped. Uh, bought the palm synced it to Outlook, and that was 2001, and never looked back. And then several years later, at that time, I was a a school principal, Mm -hmm. and our school system bought Blackberries for the administrators. Yeah, I loved my Blackberry. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. and here's the thing. I did not have to recopy one thing. I just took the Blackberry, synced it to Outlook, mm-hmm. and now my Outlook calendar is on my BlackBerry. Yeah, all of my tasks are on my BlackBerry. Um, and at, at that at that point, I was at the central office uh, at the same school system, and had a a dear friend who worked right across the hall from me. I had known for a decade, but one day she said to me, "You changed my life." And I said, what do you mean? She said, do you remember when you first came to the school system and you did this workshop on the day timer Mm -hmm. at such and such a place? I said, yes. She said, I was in that workshop. And that's the day I started using a planner. And and then for the first time, everything was in one place. Mm -hmm. She said, that changed my life. But when we got the Blackberries and and she said, you know, my paper planner is a little thick sometimes and I can't always carry it with me and this and that. And she saw what I was doing and she said, show me that. She said, I want, I want to have my brain in a box. 
Oh, I like that. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. And so we we set that up for her, and you know, it's easy, easy as it could be. So, um, used the BlackBerry until mm -hmm. it was pretty done. evident <laughs> that BlackBerry was done. In fact, I I hung on probably longer than I should have. Android, you go to iPhone. Okay. So I thought, well, I'm I'm going to go Android. At that point, all of the parts of Outlook weren't really playing well with the Android. So it was mm -hmm. like, well, let me go with something all cloud-based. Well, I already had a little program that would sync your Google, your Outlook calendar to a Google calendar mm -hmm. and my Outlook uh, contacts to Google contacts. Okay. So it was like, that was already done. Okay. So it was like, okay. Here's what I'll do. My Those are two big be, first steps because that's, mm -hmm. you need to know your people and you need to know what you're doing. For my tasks, I chose Toodle Do because I'd heard some really good things about it. I was able to export the Outlook task to a spreadsheet and then import from that spreadsheet into Toodle Do. Okay. And then for the Outlook notes, I went with Evernote. And yes, same okay. thing there. I was able to export and then import right into Evernote. And then for my mail, Gmail, and <laughs> it would check all of my email accounts for me. So everything was cloud-based and it's worked like a charm. And that's what I'm still doing other than when there was a change of ownership at Toodledoo and they removed some things from their free plan that made it no longer something I could recommend because as I'm, as I'm working with people, I try to give them at least to start with something that's going to be free, kind of spent a day yeah. trying out several different things and remember the milk just seemed to be the one that really worked. Okay. So I exported Toodle Do to a spreadsheet imported it all into remember the milk and now i'm up and going same day so you know that tell us what remember what the, the milk is because you've talked about it numerous times and i yeah, don't know what that yeah. is either this is a company called remember the milk uh okay. that that publishes this very good digital to-do list and okay. so com, so you can get to it from any computer that has mm -hmm. internet access Download the mobile app on your Android or um, you know, or iOS yep. phone. Mm -hmm. um, log in with the same login credentials. Everything syncs back and forth. So all of the tasks in my life are there in that one place. It's my to-do list, my digital task okay. list. Okay, yeah. No, I didn't recognize it. Like I said, I thought it was something that was a, a you thing. Um, mm -hmm. And because I'm Apple, like I mentioned earlier, everything yeah. syncs for me, but we have those same capabilities. But sometimes you have to kind of work around the outside of the box. So many times in my life, like we all do, we're on a phone call, we get an email, like you kind of talked to that. What do you do with all that information? I, I'm assuming you kind mm -hmm. of falling down the same little bit of a path. But lay it out for the listeners, because like I say, for some people, this is not going to be, it's common sense, but they'll be mm -hmm. like, I never thought of doing that. So a habit has to be repeated yes. and it has to become regular. Mm -hmm. The vitamins have to be in the same place every morning on whichever <laughs> counter in the house is going to work for you, you know, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. What do you do with that information? Notes and, and phone calls. Okay. All right. Let me answer it in two ways. One, a pencil and paper way, mm -hmm. and the second, a digital way. So, you know, for many years, I was a school principal. 
And so mm. I'm talking one-on-one -on -one with parents in a conference yeah. um, and, you know, sitting there with a laptop just isn't going to work, you know? And if you're there on your phone, they think, oh, he's just checking his email. Socially, <laughs> not quite so acceptable. So for, for many, many years, uh, throughout all the time that I was a principal central office administrator, uh, and even after retirement, used a paper journal, mm -hmm. just one book of blank lined pages. And when one day left off, the next day began. So the phone rings or I make a phone call. Mm -hmm. I'm going to the next blank line, wherever I left off with the other thing, jot the person's name, phone number. And as we're talking, I'm just taking notes about the phone call. And if I'm promising them things, yeah, well, I'll call, I'll talk to so-and-so. I'm jotting that down as I'm writing it. And if it's, if I see that I've just written a to-do for myself, I put a little checkbox in front of it. And uh, I tell you what, I will call you back on Friday and follow up with you then as I'm talking, I'm writing that thing. And as soon as the phone call is over, I get to close the book mm. because all of mm -hmm. the information is trapped right there because now probably there's another phone call or there's somebody at the door or I need to go to, and uh, you know, I'm scheduled to be in a classroom. Right. So um, I need to be able to move quickly. So at the end of the day, I look at what I've written Look at what has little check boxes by it. Some of the things I can just do right then and check them off and they're mm -hmm. done. Others, it's, mm, okay, I need to do this or I need to, ooh, I need to call this guy back on Friday. So I put it on my list. I remember the bill. So it goes into just, the new system, into mm -hmm. your permanent it, system. It, into that digital task list. And then what I do is, or, or did when I was using a paper journal, I would put in parentheses the date that we talked. So now it's Friday. I see a task on my list that just says, call Mr. Smith in parentheses a date. And I'm going, what in the world was that all about? So I look back in my journal at that date Mm -hmm. Well, there's his name. There's his phone number. There's everything we talked about. There's what I promised him that we would do. And so now I am ready and there's no friction and there's no looking for those little pink pieces of paper. You know, you get those little. <laughs> yes, you know, I do. We, and, and we're good about writing things down. You know, we make that phone call and we take notes on the back of the little pink piece of paper. We can take the notes, but we just can't find the notes later. It's like, where's that little pink piece of paper three weeks from now when what you thought was nothing has now just taken on a life of its own, you right. know, and lawyers are involved and all that kind of thing. And it's like, and you need the information and you need the information. And, and this way, you know, it's, it's, it's there in one place. If I need to get back to it, months later i i did have a situation as a, as an elementary principal where the department of human resources walked in one day and said a complaint has been filed against one of your teachers okay. not by a parent but by a friend of a parent one of those merchants of everybody else's business mm -hmm. you know I, you probably don't have them Shelley, where you live but we specialized oh. in them <laughs> and so 
as as he talked, it you know as as he talked about the situation, I'm thinking back to a meeting I had had with a parent. I pull an old journal. I'm looking at the notes from that meeting, and I said, now. I can tell you exactly what parent, what child you're talking about. And I said, on such and such a date, we had a, a meeting with so-and-so and so-and-so was in the room mm -hmm. and the parent raised this concern. And this teacher who was in the meeting addressed that concern and the parent became, did a 180. Instead of being a little upset, she's now apologizing, thanking the teacher for the information and it was like, you know, holding hands and singing Kumbaya. I thought, <laughs> I'll never need these notes. Well, four months, four months later. And the thing that I tell people is, you know, and, and what happened was once I read my notes to this, this person from the Department of Human Resources, mm -hmm. he, he listened, he stood up, he closed his portfolio. He says, I'm going back to the office. I'm closing this case. There's nothing here. And it wasn't and even the, the thing, parent that made the. <laughs> exactly. And, and see, the thing that I did not like have party. to do that day was go down to a classroom, knock on the door of a teacher who's busy doing good things for children mm -hmm. and say, um, could you step up to the office? I'm afraid we have a problem. Right. So just having a good system of documentation sure saves some headache and heartache. Um, I, I have a friend who does the same thing that I did. You know, he after listening to me yeah. and, and, and the, the stories and he says, when I fill up a journal, I put the old journal in the vault at school because it is just that valuable. And when there was a situation where he had to dismiss a teacher in the middle of the year, not because of any one thing, but it was just, it wasn't a very good teacher. Mm -hmm. And of course, the thing that the school board attorney is going to say is, well, what kind of documentation do you have? Right. He hands the attorney his journal with various pages he went through and flagged. And the attorney came back the next day and said, yeah, he says, you're going to be fine. You have got plenty of documentation. But he said, but I, but I want to tell you this. It's not so much that you have documentation on this one person. You have documentation on so many different things. So they couldn't this accuse was, him of being. Exactly. This was not a witch hunt. Right. You've got documentation on good things and things that need improvement with all over your building, mm -hmm. parents, students, teachers. But what we do see is a pattern emerging with this particular teacher. And he said, that's a great story. Yes. Yes. So that's the paper side of things. Can, can now, I just ask, do people need certainly. to let go of their uh, assumption that they truly can go paperless? You know, I look around I my it, office, there's paper everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I think it it differs from person to person and it, it differs in the office you're in. You know, if okay. you're in the office where everybody else is paper-based, you can't be paperless. Fair enough. So I, I think we have to have a good system for the paper, a good system for the digital stuff. I still have my tickler file. It handles the paper. I have mm -hmm. my digital task list. It handles the digital things. But, you know, in, in this day and age, um, especially with so much that's on Zoom. Mm -hmm. So for the person that says, 
I'd really like for my note taking to be digital because maybe they're in an environment where they're not sitting down knee to knee with a parent. Right. That theirs is I'm on phone calls. I'm on Zoom meetings. I'm looking at a screen and my notes can be on the screen. Evernote. Evernote yes. is the place for it. Now, uh, a, a little disclaimer, I mm -hmm. am a, officially an, an Evernote certified expert, which basically means I believed in it enough to go mm -hmm. through the program to learn as much as I could uh, about it. So I actually do hold that title. So let, let me just give you one example of how sure. I used ever of how I use Evernote. When we when we first communicated about doing this episode that mm -hmm. we're recording right now, I created a note and I titled it with your name and the name of the podcast. And so as information has been exchanged, I've gone back to that one note and put it there. Oh, and so okay. as I was thinking through questions that we might want to discuss mm -hmm. right there in that note, uh, and, and then as I'm going through, let me kind of bullet points, let me kind of outline how I would answer those questions right there in that note. Mm. And so if our listeners could be sitting right beside me right now, what they would see as they look at my screen is half the screen is the two of us looking at each other and the other half of the screen is that same note. There it all is. Ah, okay. And then when this podcast produces and it has a URL that goes with it, mm -hmm. I'm going to paste that URL right there in the note. And then when this is all wrapped up, you know, weeks from now, I'll take this note and move it to a notebook that I've caught that I call completed projects. Right. Five years from now, I'll be able to search Evernote for your name mm -hmm. or the podcast name or even maybe some little something in the note that was a little out of the ordinary and Evernote will find it in seconds. Okay. So it's it's just too easy not to do. And you know, it has a free plan. Now I use the pro plan because you do have more bells and whistles mm -hmm. and of features. Course. Uh, but there's a free plan that people could have today and a companion app. So that, okay. um, and if we're going to go digital, I need the app. I need that. Yeah. I need that quick oh, and cheerful to oh, connect oh, to yeah. the, to the bigger thing. I, I just do. It's just how I roll, but yeah. Oh, ab absolutely. <laughs> I'm and, not always and, sitting down here with all the screens and the mm -hmm. computer and everything. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. And you know, and you see people with their phones taking pictures of things mm -hmm. in, in a lot. We, we use our cameras differently now, you know, our, the the cameras on our phones it's not to record uh, memories of people you know it's not for that just family photo you know memento it's sort of like a to-do list mm -hmm. i'm taking a picture of that piece of jewelry because my wife has a birthday coming up and that's a gift idea mm -hmm. it's almost like to-dos but they take these pictures and it's in their camera roll along with all the other pictures. It's it's just stuff's in chronological order. I can take my phone, open Evernote, hit a little icon. It takes a picture, but that picture goes into a note in Evernote. I can take Ooh. another picture, 
to go in the same note. I can hit the audio and, you know, maybe I'm in a store. I've taken a couple of pictures. Mm-hmm. I'm asking the salesman some questions. The salesman's talking kind of quick. And I go, hmm, would you mind if I just recorded our conversation? So I'm in the same notes, hit the little audio button. I've got an audio recording of what he's saying. I can then type any other notes and it's syncing right back to my computer where when I get home, I can go and add other notes to it. I can go to other websites, compare prices and, oh, here's this same piece of jewelry at this site for this amount of money copy paste the URL right into that same oh, note and fabulous. and everything stays together mm-hmm. it's just it's so well organized <laughs> so you know we've been in the business of putting folders inside folders inside folders and then we work down to that and that's a great way to store documents but for the things that don't have to be printed out, you know, it's not a report. It's going to be printed out on an eight and a half by 11 piece of paper, one inch margins. It's right. information. And I just need to be able to get the information in there quickly, right. retrieve it quickly, be able to share it with other people. And it's, it is just so easy. And every Evernote note has its own link. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gotten to where... If I'm doing a presentation and I need a handout, I'll just create a new note in Evernote. That'll be the handout. I'll I'll just create it right there. I can update it from my phone and then I can just create a public link and give people the link. And anybody in the audience, even if they don't have an Evernote account, it it, it becomes just like a web page. They go to that link. They go to that URL and... There it is. And if I could, I actually had this happen once. I had just a huge typo in the title of a workshop on my Ooh. handout. Sitting in my hotel room that morning going, oh my gosh. Now, if this had been a paper handout, this would have been throw them all in the trash can, run to Kinko's real quick, mm-hmm. uh, try, you know, or, uh, or this is a digital <laughs> handout, but I need to pull up the Word document. Uh, make the corrections, save it as a PDF, hopefully have a good internet connection where I can upload the PDF to my website and replace that one instead of the old one and so forth and so on. With this one, I'm looking at it on my phone. I go, oh, that word needs to be this word. Tap with my finger, make the correction, done. And it just carried across the platforms that you needed when you carried across the uh, platforms. And, and if I hadn't seen that until after the workshop, I go, uh Oh, let me just change that real quick before anybody else notices. Yeah. And so as I update the handout, as long as the people still have the link, yeah, what they'll see will be the latest. It's the corrected one. Yeah. I yeah. love that because we get so sometimes I think it's our background. Like you were a teacher. I had a accounting business. You were talking about information versus the paper filing as well. We get so uh, indoctrinated with how it should be done in an office. We were all mm-hmm. trained to, you know, print the paper out, handle the paper, put it in a filing cabinet. Yes. That is such a habit that's hard to get rid of. And then people that weren't mm-hmm. like you and I, you know, I've got friends that have jobs and stuff that this is not part of the business world's not part of their lives. 
they're trying to organize their own just personal lives. They're, they're, the kids are mm-hmm. here and the information. We bought a new property or we bought a motorhome. We need to find things. And they don't all have a big filing cabinet like this because, again, I owned a business. The average person does not have a four-door filing cabinet in their house. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I like the fact that you said, you know, there's a free version. You know, mm-hmm. I pay for Zoom because there's features yes. I need, especially length. But my Calendly is still free. I just have one, you know, I'm just booking podcast interviews. I, I don't need to yeah. pay for that right now. So I, I encourage uh, listeners, just the two of us here for you, is don't get caught up in the fact that there's a lot of things that you need to pay for. Pay for what you need. Always try mm-hmm. free. I always say always try free. Mm-hmm. And then talk to people. And as you feel it's justified, then, you know, you do you. You talked about going to your dad's office and there were, you know, I always have to laugh, you know, what eight-year-old kid wants to go to a lawyer's office, but it was, there was air conditioning. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that was my motivation right there. So there had to be a motivation probably in your own life in how this all got started for you. Mm-hmm. Good question. And I, I can almost point to the day. I was a good student. Okay. But... As far as being well organized, you know, you'd look at my locker and it'd be, oh my goodness, where are you going to take that gym suit home and get it washed? <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, you know, a homework assignment. Well, maybe I could do it during study hall. I can remember what my assignment is, that sort of thing. Oh, let me jot this on a piece of paper, stick it in the textbook. Well, that, right. that worked okay mm-hmm. until senior year. High school, senior year, it's, it's just different. You know, mm-hmm. you've got uh, scholarships. And I was, uh, you know, being a, being a band student, I was going to be a music major. So we had scholarship auditions coming up and all state trials, just a lot of stuff going on. And it's like, uh, things are starting to fall through the cracks. So I see, you know, I need a way that things are going to be funneled into one place. Now, back then, you didn't have all the productivity no. experts and the paper planners. <laughs> there wasn't anything. So I said, well, what I'm going to do is this. I'm going to get a pack of index cards and a little three by five metal file box, and I'll do an index card a day. So that was like my calendar, my to-do list, my mm-hmm. everything. So on the front of the card, the date and any appointment and whatever I felt like I needed to get done that day on the front of the card. As the day went along, whatever came up, I jotted on the back of the card. First period, here's your homework, jotted on the back of the card. Second period, here's your homework, jotted on the back of the card. Hmm. Ah, pretty girl gives you her phone number, jotted on the back of the card. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, It says, uh, you got a term paper, it's going to be due April 15th. Term paper, April 15th, jotted on the back of the card. So when I get home, I've got exactly one job. Clear the card. Do whatever's on the front of the card. Make sure it's all done. Uh, Do the homework. Oh, okay, the phone number. Let me write that in my address book. Oh, this this term paper. Okay, it's due such and such a date. All right, let me make a card for that date. Term paper due. All right, now, and of course, I grew up when it was, you know, you had to type it. So if it's if it's due here, when do I want to have it typed? Let me make a card for that day. Type term paper and work work my way backwards. Right. So, so that's how I planned out the, the projects. And of course, pretty soon when I get up, the card for the day was already made from things I had written on that card that I wanted to see again today. Mm-hmm. So that whole idea of thinking now 
when do I want to see that again? And setting up a system where that happens, that had its roots back then. And the idea of being able to trap and organize it later in the day mm-hmm. had its roots back then. It was like the back of the card. And so I'm not using one index card anymore. I'm using a phone that's synced to the computer and yeah. things, you know, and everything's bouncing off of satellites. But the principles behind it of trap it, organize it, do the work, that has lived for all of these years. Wow. Regardless okay. of what the tool was, whether it was a index card or paper planner mm-hmm. or a phone or computer. So you just evolved with technology. Right. But when it got to a point where so much was coming to me digitally, that it seemed to be just easier to keep it all digital. Mm-hmm. And that's that's when we made the leap. And my wife asked me, she said, okay, now, now that you have the 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 palm, what will what is the role of your little book, your daytimer? I said, Well, we'll no longer have that. And she was like, What? <laughs> that you've been inseparable mm-hmm. for all these years. But it was like, no. It, it's we went from one tool to another tool. It's not we need to add and add and add and mm-hmm. add and add. No. So often that's the problem. What you need to do is replace one thing with the better thing. Oh, I like that. Replace one thing with the better thing. That's when I'm teaching habits. It's like you can't have them all at once. We're just we're going to work on one and then we'll work on the next one. And there might be something that was going to work better for you once you start understanding some of your limiting beliefs or what you're hanging on mm-hmm. to, let it go. And then we'll have a different habit. And it's so true. It's just, it's a very good um, description of really how we run our lives. And you yes. are like, nope, we're going to, this is like a hoarder. If you want that new outfit, you have to give something away. <laughs> Where can people find your books? And if they go to your okay. website, is there something specific other than your contact information you'd like them to know that they will find there? Okay. So first of all, um, the call to action. Mm-hmm. Folks, if, if you're finding value from this and you want to know more, come over to my website, frankbuck.org. Mm-hmm. And when you get there, the first thing I would do is just right there on the homepage, you have an opportunity to join my email list. Now, I don't spam anybody. I, I want people to have value. So the first thing you get when you join the email list, if you like the thing about the tickler file, mm-hmm. what you'll get will be what's basically the first chapter of my book called Get Organized. And it goes into sort of the paper side of things. A few days later, you'll get an ebook on remember the milk. So it'll show you how to get it. Uh, the little one-time setups, you know, the settings that any software program is going to have, uh, the, the, the kind of how to use it, my strategy behind using mm-hmm. it. And then once a week, you hear from me with things that I think you'll enjoy having. And then explore the website, podcast episodes that I have been on with with other people. Mm-hmm. That's on the website. Uh, I've been blogging since like 2005. So pretty much anything you want to know about, you know, Google Calendar, BlackBerry, you you can just search for it and there'll be a blog post that'll have such. So it's just a wealth of contact information. 
But uh, the book, so Get Organized, I wrote in, I think it was 2015. Okay. And I tried to be very careful about not, you won't find the word Apple, Google, Microsoft, because I thought, you know, 50 years from now, mm -hmm. those companies may no longer be in existence. But the principles that I talk about will be the same. So the only thing I did, I did a chapter on Evernote because I felt like it would yeah. definitely be around for a, for a long time. So uh, I talk about more general principles and I talk about paper and digital things. Well, then when the pandemic hit, the editor came back to me and she, and she said, Frank, technology has now just really ramped up mm -hmm. for everybody. If it weren't for technology, we wouldn't be having school anywhere. Exactly. Would you consider a book that's just on the, the digital side of organization. So I wrote Get Organized Digitally, which became available January of 2022. Well, this and so is new. It's new. And okay. I took the opposite approach. So instead of this is going to be a book that will still be you know, 50 years from now and everything in it was to be true, I said, no, let, let's roll the dice. What's here right now, and there may be something I write that six months from now goes belly up. It's like, hey, that's okay. I've got my website. I've got my blog. I've got my email that I'm sending to people weekly. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be my my avenue to say, hey, this has changed. That's changed. And when it comes time to do a, do, do a new edition of the book, we just do a new edition of the book. So that's really, I mean, the latest and greatest of Okay, he uses Remember the Milk. Here's how he sets it up. He uses Evernote. Here are the notebooks he's talking about. Uh, here's Calendly. Here's Google Calendar. Mm -hmm. Here's a here's a text expander. And all of it are the specific tools that I'm using now, how to get them, how they work. Uh, so it's something I've been very excited about. And, um, you know, the stories in there are all about school people. Okay, but I mean, frame of reference so it makes sense. Frame of, frame of reference. We had we had to have sort of uh, an audience, but I think it is applicable. And I wrote it from really from a story standpoint because let, let's face it, Shelley, tech technology books can get really dry sometimes. <laughs> so what I tried to do in this book was present characters that would be relatable, that people mm -hmm. would like, that people could go. Yeah, I'm facing the same problem that that character's facing, right. but how they use this particular piece of software with this strategy, and here was the outcome, so that people can see there really is an easier way to work and play, and I can do exactly what the person in the book oh. was doing. Yeah, you haven't shared anything with us today that I would say, oh, I don't think I'm capable of that. Or that anyone no. I know who wanted to get organized, I mean, there's just, you know, mm. those that want to move forward. I heard nothing from you today that was like a mountain that I couldn't overcome. Exactly. So if I to just paraphrase, so the first book, it's more about the principles. It, mm -hmm. the, the tools can be your choice. The second one was very today technology relatable mm. about what's on the market, what yes. people, what you're using, training right here and now in the 2020s. That's exactly it. Excellent. All right. So website, is your book only on your website or is it amazon.com as well? 
Okay. Um, the book, you can get it at, at Amazon. That, in fact, that's probably the easiest place, okay. uh, but it can also, uh, the the publisher is Routledge, uh, which is a division of Taylor and Francis. But mm-hmm. I've, yeah, I've got links to that on the website. Your Barnes and Noble books okay. a million. Uh, it's not actually in the stores, but it's available on the online. Mm-hmm. So with any of them, if you search, say, uh, Get Organized and my name, it would definitely pull of it course. up or Get Organized Digitally and my name, it would, uh, it would pull it up. Uh, it's available in um, paperback. Mm-hmm. Also in ebook version, uh, it's available in hardback. But good gracious, the price that the publisher put on the hardback, uh, I wouldn't buy the hardback. Yeah, but so uh, paperback or digital, mm-hmm. uh, just whichever people. I love this new technology prefer. of how with Amazon, you don't need to go print ten thousand books; they just print them as they're shipped out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our technology has changed so much. I do want to just put a little plug in though for your YouTube channel because I was okay. on it and I was thrilled. You have a spectacular <laughs> library of videos on there. Where you Thank you. That. Yeah. And so people check out, yeah. it'll all be in the show notes as it normally Abs- is, absolutely. but your YouTube channel was wonderful. Yeah. And, and what people find when they go to the website and my model, what I do is one good piece of content a week. I, I feel like I've got that in me. It's not too much to do because I'm a one-man shop. I don't hate when I talk about my team. You know, you're looking at, at the team. So one good piece of content that it it's on my blog. So you'll see a video and you'll see the podcast episode. But mm-hmm. So it's all there in the blog post. But then if you go to the YouTube channel, so it's just uh, youtube.com slash Buck Frank Buck um, or, uh, you know, the podcast and you know, all the episodes are there. And I also do a weekly newspaper column based off the same, you know, that same okay. piece of content. But uh, but yes, yeah, so the last several years, I've, I've really made an effort to uh, get in front of the camera over on YouTube and give people things that are of value. So please come over, subscribe to the channel uh, to, so that that'll tell YouTube that, um, Hey, people like this uh, and hopefully they'll start promoting. And there'll be no new information next week. So that's why I subscribe to things as well, because I just like, Oh, someone's, he's got some more stuff to say. I want to, I want to hear that. Is there anything you'd like to leave our listeners with, or do you think we covered it all? Gosh, you know, life does not have to be as hard as we sometimes make it. Oh, thank you. I think a lot of people, especially right now, need to hear that. It's been a stressful couple of years. And like you say, if there hadn't been Zoom and things and technology, school wouldn't have happened. Some people's works wouldn't work wouldn't have happened. So it mm-hmm. it's there's been a lot of change physically, work-wise, mentally, for a lot of people of how to think of things differently. And for some, it's very, very overwhelming. That's what, you know, I find that a lot in my practice. So I find it's very overwhelming for a lot of people. So people like you are a blessing. And I'm so grateful you you could join us here today. And uh, like I say, everything will be in the show notes. Frank, thank you again so much for being on the show and bringing my listeners such amazing knowledge and information. It is greatly appreciated. It was a pleasure, Shelly. Thank you so much. You betcha. Everyone else, catch you on the flip side. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. Stay connected with us directly through livingwellwithshell.com and Instagram at livingwellwithshell. If you would like to speak with us, please send us an email through shelly at livingwellwithshell.com. 
And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought-provoking portion of your day. Thank you. And remember, willpower will only get you so far if you don't have a plan.